Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. I'm really expectant for tonight. I believe that the Lord gave me a word for us, for our, our, our church, for our campus. And uh, I'm excited. Um, but before that, can we just, just, just honor our pastors, Jurgen and Leanne Matesius, their courage, their sacrifice. I was reading um, uh, a bit of history from a Winston Churchill to the, today. And uh, it just so reminded me of our pastor. I texted Pastor Jurgen and said, I'm learning about Winston Churchill. And it just reminded me of your courage in 2020. So I just want to thank you for that. And uh, I believe he was encouraged. So can we just give it up for our pastors one more time? And our pastors, Mike and Katie Yeager. How many of you love our campus pastors? I love you guys. Pastor Mike's at staff retreat. Uh, he wishes he was here, but, you know, he's got to go and get filled up and get the vision from our pastors. So I'm excited for that. But Pastor Katie's here tonight. Give it up for Pastor Katie. But hey, we're, we're, uh, uh, did, did Pastor Jurgen uh, preach on Sunday on uh, the series that'll preach with the movie? Oh, come on, this is exciting. Okay. Hey, can we roll the first clip? Come on, let's do it. Uh, Mark 10. Let's give Mark 10. contract threshold was Mach 10. Not 10.1, not 10.2, Mach 10. That should keep the program alive. I don't like that look, man. That's, that's in case you speak Japanese, the subtitles. Control, this is Darkstar. How do you read? Darkstar control loud and clear. How me? Loud and clear. Takeoff pre-checks complete. Ready for APU start. Ready left engine start. Ready right engine start. Thumbs for taxi. We are ready for taxi. Control, this is Darkstar. We are taxiing with information alpha. Darkstar, you're clear to taxi. Runway 21. Winds 21010. Okay, fuel temps are looking good. Control concurs. Batteries holding at 95%. Cabin pressure looks good. Control concurs. Towers is Dark Star. We're ready for takeoff. Requesting an unrestricted climb to 600 and above. Dark Star, the runway and skies are yours. Rear Admiral Chester Kane. Maverick. Kane just pulled up to the gate. It's not too late to stop, buddy. You know what happens to you if you go through with this. I know what happens to everyone else if I don't. Dark stars ready for takeoff. Everyone, go for takeoff. Starting with engine. Engine, go. Thermals, go. Fuel, go. Electric, go. Control surfaces, go. Dark star, control. You're cleared for takeoff. Ah, sweetheart. One last ride.
Tonight you are cleared above 600. Increase to Mach 3.5. Cleared above 600. Increase to Mach 3.5. Admiral, uh, just in time, sir. I'm early. So are you. You care to explain? Uh, Mach 10. Let's give Mach 10. That's good. That's good. My first point tonight is I know what happens to everyone else if I don't. The title of my message tonight is The Calling. Can you just say The Calling with me? The Calling. The Calling. So you might be here tonight be like, what is the calling? A lot of times we hear preachers talk about the call of God. The call, you know, there's a calling on your life. What is the calling? Well, let me tell you a little bit of the calling. The calling of God is a call to a life of complete surrender towards God. It's a call to a life of consecration. It's a call to a life of making a dent in the world and living a footprint on it. It's a call to changing the world. It's a calling to changing your world and the world around you. It's a calling to doing the right thing and breaking through ceilings, breaking through generational curses, leaving gener generational blessings. And it's a calling to change your world and the world. Are you with me tonight? Yeah. So I, I want to read from, from Matthew chapter 9. And um, Matthew chapter 9, verses 9 through 11 out of the NLT. Because we can mirror a lot of what happened here in this movie and what happened to Matthew. So Matthew chapter 9, verses 9 through 11 reads, As Jesus was walking along, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at his tax collector's booth. Follow me and be my disciple. Everybody say, follow me. Follow me. And be my disciple. Jesus said to him, so Matthew got up and followed him. Later, Matthew invited Jesus and his disciples to his home as dinner guests, along with many tax collectors and other disreputable sinners. But when the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, why does your teacher eat with such scum? Let's pray. Holy Spirit, I just invite you tonight. Will you fill this room? Holy Spirit, will you, will you show us? Will you reveal yourself to us? Will you open our eyes and our ears to see and to hear what you want to say tonight? We want to be like, like the church in uh, Philadelphia, I believe it is, in Revelation, that, that uh, you were proud of that church, Jesus. And, and there were a church that, that heard and saw what the Holy Spirit was doing. And we just say we are ready. We're hungry. We want to do. We want to be obedient to the call. We want to surrender to the call. We want to be a church that is ready to change our world and change the world around us. In Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen. The calling. So here you have Matthew uh, being a tax collector. I don't know if, if, if you uh, know much about tax collectors back in the day, but they were very hated by society. Nobody liked tax collectors. I'm not sure if anybody likes tax collectors today. You know, it was approved that they're going to, um, uh, they, they just released the budget to, to gather or to hire 87,000 new tax collectors in America. How many of you are happy for that? Nobody, I know. But back in the day, they hated tax collectors because they, they would not only you know, come after their money, but they would cheat. So the, the Romans would give them a quota and they would say, okay, give me, bring me one, um, you know, one silver coin or whatever. So if, as long as they met their quota, they could, they could collect as much as they wanted. So they would, you know, it's, your tax is three coins of silver or silver coins. So one would go to the Romans and they could keep two. So they hated them. Can you imagine though the, 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 the heaviness and the, can, can, I, I don't know if, 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 if anybody can be, live a happy life or a joyful life if, if you're not doing the right thing and you're, you're being hated by anyone, by everyone. Yeah. 
I can't imagine Matthew being so joyful, so full of purpose, full of uh, the assignment of God cheating everyone around him. I could see, though, him uh, um, experiencing, I wonder, though, if, if, he, if he ended up living like that because he had some generational curses on his life. Like, I wonder if there was something going on in his life that, that would, would lead him to live that kind of a life. And here comes Jesus, and he says, follow me and be my disciple. Aren't you, when you read something like that, aren't you blown away? Aren't you thankful that Jesus is not looking for perfect people? Aren't you thankful that people can grab you where you are and transform you? So Jesus sees Matthew and he says, hey, come follow me and be my disciple. It didn't matter what Matthew had done. What matters is what Jesus wanted to do with Matthew. And, and I believe Matthew saw this opportunity as, a, as, a, as an opportunity to change his life. I believe Matthew saw the call as like, this is my chance to change my past and to change my future. I believe this is a chance for me for, for, to change the, the curses that have been going on in my life and what they've been speaking over my life and over my family's life and, and change the curses into generational blessings. I believe it's a chance for me to, to change my world and change the world. That's the story of Matthew. And I believe you and I have been called, like Matthew, to change our life and change the world. You see, uh, um, let's, let's roll the next clip. Transitioning to scramjet. Admiral Kane is asking, ordering. ordering that we bring her down. Uh, Alpha This is where we've had trouble with comms, sir. It's the Earth's curvature. Yeah, it's called Earth bulge. Did anyone offer you a coffee? Mach 7, pushing 8. Flight data? Receiving. Data's good. Temperature's climbing. Response is still stable. We're feeling good. Mach 8.8. 8.9. Mach 9. He's the fastest man alive. Temp rising. Come on, sweetheart, just a little more. 
Transition. Okay, that's good. Thank you. There's a, bu a bunch of S-bombs in this movie. I had to maneuver here. But my second point is breakthrough requires courage. So you saw here that the mission was to break, to get to the t Mac 10. And, and once he got to 10, he's like, let's see if we can go push a little more. But th there's so many people in, in our world today and even in, in, in churches today, thankful, thankfully not our pastors that, are, that um, freak out. When, when, they stepped into, when they step into the unknown, uncharted territories, and, and they want to walk away because it feels so foreign. I remember when I was in college, I was, it was 2005, and, and my buddy from my fraternity invited me to church, so I go to church. And I used to be a, a good old Catholic boy, and, and I would go to church, but I, I, I was not, uh, I didn't feel a connection, even though, you know, they tried their best, but I didn't feel a connection with with, with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And so I go to, the, I go to this church and, and the pastor does an altar call. So I come to the, to the front and, and he begins to pray for me and to, for me to accept Jesus. As I'm, as I'm praying there, I'm confessing my, my sin. I'm saying, Lord, forgive me. And he begins to pray and prophesy over me. I felt the, the presence of the Holy Spirit like I'd never felt it before. For, for once, I felt like all the weight that I'd been carrying my whole life was just like vanishing, was disappearing. I felt so light. I felt, I felt the light of Jesus coming to me. And, and that's, that's, that's what the calling of God does. He calls you for you to come, restore you, redeem you. But then he gives you a mission. He gives you an assignment. And there's a demand now on our lives to be courageous. That's why I, I love how Maverick said, I, I wonder what will happen to everyone else if I don't go through with this. What will happen? I know what's going to happen to everyone else if I don't go through with this. See, what's behind the yes to the call of God, there's a big change that is just around the corner. You look at Matthew. Matthew was a sinner, a tax collector. He was hated by everyone. He was living his life in the, the wrong way. He was making bad decisions. You might be here tonight, might be like, you know what, Marco, I come to church, but when I leave, I'm a totally different person. You might be here tonight, and you're like, you know what, I'm one person here, but I'm another person out there. Or when I hang out with my friends, it's like I'm trying, but, but, and I try to go to connect group, but sometimes I feel embarrassed because I, I feel like I'm living two lives. Or nobody knows the facts, the things that I do when I'm not around the Christians. And, and, and Matthew, though, he went from being a sinner and a tax collector, experienced the love of God, the scandalous love of God that can transform anything, which is what the calling does. The calling can change and transform anything and anyone. It's the power of God. The Word of God has transformative power. It's what the kingdom of God does. It doesn't matter how you come. What matters is what God can do in you and through you. And you experience the power of the Holy Spirit and he pulls the demand, the calling out of you. That's why you can't come to awaken and just live a, an easy life. And I'm just going to coast. No, because at Awakened Church, we, we, we pull the calling out of you. There's a demand on your life and we pull it out of you. There's too much in you. There's gold in you. Matthew would go to become the, the author or the writer of the book of Matthew. A book that has transformed and continues to transform people through generations. Breakthrough requires courage. Let me give you a few things of, of, of what courage does or how, how, what courage looks like. Courage faces the unknown. 
You know, there are known things in your life and that require courage. So as you're doing through life, as you say yes to the call of God and you begin to experience new things that you've never experienced before, as you begin to pioneer in your life, maybe you've never walked a life of integrity. Maybe you've never known what it's like to live a godly life. Or maybe you've never, you didn't know what it was like to, to have a marriage that was centered in the, in, in that Jesus was the center. You never known what it was like to be a, a, a parent of, you know, a Christian parent because you grew up in a home that wasn't like that. That's my story. You know, my parents weren't Christians. They tried their best, but, you know, they, they would fight all the time. My parents, my dad was an alcoholic. So that's what I saw growing up. But here I am, you know, I get married, I have kids, and I'm like, how do you do this thing? But thank God for the church, come on, that, that teaches you, that inspires you, that, that educates you. I didn't know what it was like to be a husband. I'm like, how am I going to do this thing? But thank God for the church. Come on, somebody that inspires you, that teaches you, that educates you. I didn't know what it was like to be courageous. And I begin to see people like Pastor Jurgen and, and people around me that you can step up to the plate even when it seems scary. You know, a lot of people don't want to change their life because they, they, they're afraid of the unknown. Oh, I just, I just rather stay in my trauma. I'd rather stay where I know what it's like. And at least I know what it's like. You know, at least I, why would I, I at least I, I know you guys talk about it and the God stories and the whole thing. And there's transformation and there's all these amazing videos of testimonies of people we see and we learn and we understand. But, I, but it's, it's so scary for me. I can, I can tell you that, that if, if we live a life like that without courage, we'll never fulfill the call and the assignment that God has for us. And I want to encourage you today by the Holy Spirit, be courageous. All it takes is for you to make a decision and say, I don't know what it's going to be like. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I'm going to step out and I'm going to be courageous. I'm going to decide to change my world and the world around me. Man, I so admire Matthew, the tax collector. He didn't know what it was going to be like. Jesus said, follow me. And he just said, yes, Lord. And look at where he ended up. Changing the world. And his life still continues to change the world. Courage faces the unknown. Courage does what other people aren't willing to do. Come on, are you willing to do what other people aren't willing to do? You know, too many people hang on so tight to, you know, they, get, they, they come to a church like ours where we, we demand the calling out of you. Say, hey, God has more for you. Yeah. See, the calling is, is saying yes to God, but the calling of God is to redeem you, to restore you, but to give you an assignment. That's, right. That's the calling of God. Listen, you, you say yes to Jesus and he, he, he washes you, he loves you, he cleanses you, but he's like, okay, here's the assignment. Now go do it, go fulfill it. And so many people just stay here. So many churches out there, man, I love all the churches out there, but so many churches just want to preach God loves you and God forgives you and, 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 and go home and, and have a good Sunday. Not at Awaken Church. God loves you. God forgives you. But hey, God wants you to change your world and the world around you. God wants to transform you. There's too much in you, too much on you. The glory of God is about to fall on your life. The anointing of God is demanding it out of you, pulling it out of you to come out and be transformed, to change your city. Come on, somebody. We've been called to take cities, to take territory, to change our state, to change our nation. That's the calling of God. He said, I know. I know what's going to happen to everyone else if I don't. I can tell you, if I didn't make that decision to follow Jesus, I know what was going to happen to my wife and to my kids. 
And there's too much at stake. If you're here tonight and you haven't surrendered to the call of God, but I'm sensing so clearly there's so many of us that are just like, like, like about to say, about to surrender everything. About to, but, but there's, there's this, this fear that keeps you. I know what's going to happen to everyone else if I don't. There's too much at stake. Courage does what other people aren't willing to do. Courage is willing to sacrifice comfort for the greater good. Courage does it afraid, but prepares to win. Courage endures opposition. Courage goes all in in the assignment. I love what Paul said. Paul knew about the calling. Paul said yes to the calling of God. And you know what he said? Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. He said, I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. He had a revelation. Listen, this is what happens. You say yes to the call of God. You, you, you say yes to him and you come to the altar. You surrender everything to him and you begin to see Jesus in a new way, in a new light. You begin to see, see, some of us think that we've, we know all that there is to know about God. Some of us are here tonight that I go to church, I check the box. Listen, but, but you're, still, you're still holding back. You still haven't surrendered everything to Him. I can tell you that the moment you surrender everything to Him, the Holy Spirit begins to give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and begins to reveal to you who you are, your true identity, your conqueror. Come on, you're victorious. Begins to reveal to you him, things about God that we've never, you've never seen before, that He's omnipotent, that He can do anything. So next time you're out there and, you know, in your career, your job, the marketplace, you face adversity, you remember my God has revealed to me that, I can, that he can do anything. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? <laughs> Courage goes all in the assignment. Courage is contagious. You see a leader like that, like Maverick, and you're like, man, I'll follow a guy like that. I'm so thankful for Pastor Jurgen and Pastor Leanne. And their stands in 2020. I can guarantee you, listen, if, if I wasn't in this church in 2020, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be living the life I'm living today. But I saw a courageous man that inspired me. He had his spine. He's, he, he stood against, he lost so many friends because he was preaching truth. Where other, other churches just backed down and, and, they, and they bent over. What does Dr. Matt say all the time? You, they fold like a... Like a deck chair. They just folded like a deck chair, but Pastor Jurgen and Pastor Leanne stood strong. And they said, no, we're going to stay open. We're going to preach the word. Courage is contagious. You never know who you might be inspiring around you. You never know what, who, you know, your coworkers or people around you that are watching you, your family, your kids. You never know the people that will say the same thing about you that I say about Pastor Jurgen. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be living the life I'm living today. Courage is contagious. Courage is also a choice. Maverick had to make a choice. Courage is a choice. Come on, let the Holy Spirit lead you tonight. Let the Holy, just yield to the Holy Spirit. Surrender to the Holy Spirit. Say yes to the Lord and watch what he'll do. Let's roll the next clip new mission parameters. Time to target is now four minutes. You'll be entering the valley level at reduced speed, not to exceed 420 knots. 
So they've been training Sir, for this mission. Sir, will we be their planes time to intercept? Nobody was able well, to go under 230. chance against enemy aircraft. What are the odds of surviving a head-on collision with a mountain? You'll be attacking the target from a higher altitude, level with the north wall. It's gonna be a little harder to keep your laser on target, but you will avoid the high G climb out. Be sitting ducks for enemy missiles. Who the hell is that? Maverick to range control. Entering point alpha. Confirm green range. Uh, Maverick, range control. Uh, green range is confirmed. I don't see an event scheduled for you, sir. Well, I'm going anyway. Nice. Setting time to target, two minutes, 15 seconds. 2.15, that's impossible. File attack point. Maverick's inbound. Keep going. No, no, this, the same one. No, 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 this, the same video. Let's go to uh, 257. Oh, it, it ended. I'll tell you the, the rest of the story. So he made it. Come on, give it up for our production team. They worked so hard. I might have confused him. I sent him a bunch of texts, and they're like, but um, he, he actually made it. They made it, in, he made it in 215. My next point is 215. That's impossible. How many things are in your life that seem impossible? How many things, how many people around you are opposing you and telling you, oh, what you're doing is impossible? How many of you, how many people around you believe that the calling of God is impossible? How many people around you just criticize you because you go to church or you tithe or because you come Wednesday and Sunday morning or because you've dedicated your life and all they do is criticize you and, and oppose you? 
They, they had benched, but they, they, what we didn't see is that the admiral bench put Maverick on the bench. He's like, no, that's impossible. He's like, I'm going to show him what's impossible. So he just went and did it. The calling of God seems impossible. With the grace of God, it's not impossible. With the grace and the power of the Holy Spirit, it's not impossible. Yes, it is impossible without God, but not with God. And the calling of God is multi, multifaceted. You know, it's one thing to say yes to God, to salvation, but then there's the assignment. I remember in 2006, I was at a youth conference, and I'm sitting in the back, and, and I see one of the young guys just weeping and crying. So, no, no, he was being ministered by, and I began to weep and cry so much. I'm like, Holy Spirit, what's happening? Why am I crying? Like, I, I know this guy, but like, you know, like, why am I crying? He's being, that's good that he's being ministered to. I shouldn't be crying like this. I say, Holy Spirit, what's going on? The Holy Spirit says, that's the kind of compassion I have for young people. You're a youth pastor. So that's the way he called me to be a youth pastor. I say yes to the call of God. 2007, uh, the calling came to, to propose to my wife. I say yes to the call of God. I'm like, yes, I'm going to marry this beautiful girl. We got married 2008. 2009, I heard the call to become a father. The Holy Spirit spoke to me. We wanted to wait five years to have children. We wanted to travel the world with all the money that we didn't have. But you know, when you get married, oh, I'm going to wait five to ten years and I'm going to travel the world. And somehow you're going to hit the lottery and hit the jackpot and somehow it's going to work out. But, uh, but then after one year, the Holy Spirit says, you're going to have a son next year. I'm like, what the heck? It's unbelievable. I'm reading my Bible and, I, and, I, and it's when God speaks to Abraham at this set time next year, you're going to have a son. This is 2009 and I wrote in my Bible 2009, April 2009. So 2010 April, I better have a son. My wife gets pregnant right away. Because we got to work. And, and then, and then we, we went through something really hard. She had a miscarriage. Six, eight weeks later. And I'm like, God, you spoke to us. I remember Natalie crying out to God and praying and believing. You spoke to us. We went by faith. So she ends up getting pregnant again. My son was born April 2000, 2010. April 16, 2010. But we said yes to the call of God. 2010, I heard the call to go into the business world. 2017, um, I had given up on ministry. I'm like, ah, ministry is not for me. The whole pastor thing is not for me. I'm going to go into the marketplace. And I felt the Holy Spirit saying, no, I've called you to be a pastor. So I remember surrendering to the call of God and saying, yes, God, whatever you say, I'm all yours. And here we are today, pastors again, doing the thing, believing God. 2020, I heard the call to go in the political sphere, and I, it was scary. But remember, courage, even when it gets scary, courage steps, in, steps up to the plate. Courage does it afraid. I remember we heard the call say, it's time to go into politics. I didn't know anything about politics. I didn't know anything about policy, but I heard the call. I said yes to the call. All that to say, there are, there's a calling on your life, and, and, and there's a demand in your life to respond and to say yes to the call. The calling of God demands a response. Let's roll the next clip. Clip number four. Here it comes. So this is the real mission now, what they've been training for. Emergency Jackson. Jackson 3 defending. Jackson 1 defending. Rooster status. Oh my God. Smoke in the air! Smoke in the air! Mike 
That's good, that's good. My next point is uh, don't hesitate. You see how Maverick here was, uh, he, had, he had responded to the call. He said yes to the call to lead the team. And his main guy was in danger. And he had to make a decision in the split of a second to save his life. If he would have hesitated, he would have missed it. Hesitation is one of the, the, the enemies of saying yes to the calling. If you think about it, everything in, in life, there's a rhythm to. There's a rhythm to the heartbeat. It's boom, 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 boom. What, what happens if the heartbeat, if the heart hesitates? When, when we play worship, what, happened, what would happen if Andy would hesitate, would play in the drums? Everything would seem off. Everything in life, there's a rhythm. But if we hesitate, think, think about your life as a rhythm. And if you hesitate, you miss the opportunity. The calling of God comes and our job is to respond in rhythm. You hear the call and you respond in rhythm. You respond in rhythm. You respond in rhythm. When we don't step up to the call and we hesitate, we get out of rhythm. And then we begin to see things just flash before our eyes. And how come it happens to, how come it happens to him and not to me? And how come, how come it happens to her and not to me? And why am, I, why am I going through this? Why is, I feel like things are not clicking. I feel like I'm not connecting with God. I feel far from God. I'm still going to church. But deep inside, you know, you've hesitated. You stepped out of the call. And I'm sensing from the Holy Spirit that God is, has, has, has uh, placed a demand on your life for many different things. And some of us, not all of us, but some of us have hesitated. Hesitated. And when you miss the rhythm, I love what Jesus said in the message. Um, he said, He said, follow me. Learn from me. Work with me. Walk with me. Work with me. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. The unforced rhythms of grace. It's scary, but I'm telling you, you step into the rhythm. It's like a river. The river has a rhythm. It has a rhythm. It flows. Aren't you mesmerized when you see videos of a river, when you watch a river in front of you? It's so powerful, but there's a rhythm to it. There's a sound to it. The ocean has a rhythm. You see the waves. 
so is the call of God. You step into the rhythm. And you step into the rhythms of, of grace of God and you begin to experience His power, His anointing. It's not, it's not easy. You're going to face adversity, but you're still in the rhythm. You're still in the rhythm. God is with you. See, saying yes to the call of God is not saying yes to an easy life. It's, it's saying yes to the, to the anointing of God and the power of God. And when things get tough, you know that God is with you and you believe God. And I know I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure how I'm going to face this, but I know God is with me because I say yes to the call. I'm a tither. Come on. I come to the, I come to church. Come on. I've surrendered my life. I've said yes to the call of God. I've surrendered everything to Him. I'm in rhythm. I'm in rhythm. I'm in rhythm. Can we all stand tonight? If you're here tonight and you feel like there's an area of your life where you've hesitated, I just want you to come to the front and I want to pray for you. If there's an area in your life where you feel like you've hesitated from the call of God, I just want you to come to the front. I want you to come and surrender everything to Him. It's the first step to step into the rhythm of grace that Jesus talks about. Spirit, we just want to be with you tonight. Holy Spirit, we want to jump in the river again. Holy Spirit, if we've held back, we want to surrender everything to you. If there's an offense in your life and you've given to the offense, that's hesitating. I want you to come to the front. No one's going to judge you. Just come to the front and say, you know what? You need to release and forgive. Don't stay where you are. If that's you and the Holy Spirit speaking to you, don't stay where you are. Come on, say yes to the call and watch what God does. Let's go back to some worship and, and let's just surrender everything to Him. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com. Or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.